Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jolly Roger Telephone podcast. My name is Roger Anderson. I build robots that talk to telemarketers. This is episode 18, and um, if you've been following the podcast, you have noticed a significant delay between episodes 17 and 18, and my apologies for that. I have a lot of things to tell you um, that will explain the delay. And for those of you just starting out listening with this uh, episode, you know, then um, welcome. Welcome to the episode. I've got some great stuff for you today uh, just to talk about some updates to the Jolly Roger Telephone uh, website, the service, and uh, I have some funny calls to share with you. So thank you very much for, um, for joining me today. I appreciate that. So first, let me just give you some quick updates on what's been going on. Um, Back in, so if you've been following this blog, or even if you're not, the Jolly Roger Telephone Company started out as just a hobby. I just built a, you know, some robots on a little telephone system to protect my home line. And then um, it turns out, you know, people thought it was funny and other people wanted it as well. So there we go. So I've, I've launched it as a service for the rest of the world to use. A very inexpensive service, $6 a year. Um, I uh, didn't realize at the time how expensive it would be to offer the service in terms of hosting, uh, telephony services, um, partnerships with other companies that uh, provide, um, uh, you know, other various services attached to this, and especially uh, things like email, right? Sending out an email is free. Sending out uh, several thousand, 10,000 emails a day, that's not free anymore. And so I've, uh, you know, I've had to contract with a lot of companies and, uh, and it's worked out well. Um, but, uh, as a result, uh, you know, I, I might have to rethink this $6 a year policy for three lines. So, um, that's something coming up as I, as I talk about launching this website, I'm going to change the pricing structure, um, to a true subscription. So right now you just, you just, you know, I, I have a really goofy shopping cart application on a rapid uh, development system called Wix. Um, it's not uh, integrated at all with my phone system. In fact, when you go in and purchase an item on Wix, uh, an email comes through to a ticketing system with Zendesk. Um, then I, you know, m- either myself or a couple other people working with me will pull that ticket, create the customer in the telephone system, and then send you an email. So there's a, a slight manual process there. There's absolutely no automation when it comes to provisioning a new customer. So um, that's, you know, problem number one, right? Because, um, you know, that obviously that's not going to scale if I start serving more and more people. Um, you know, we can't just have somebody having to click, click, click a few times to build customers. So step one is I've got to automate that customer provisioning process. Um, then the other issue is, of course, if you want to change a phone number in your account, which is very common, or if you want to make any changes in your account, such as a name, email address, telephone number, spam threshold, um, you know, anything like that, uh, one of us has to go and manually do that for you through a ticket. So um, so really what I need to do is, is uh, what, what we've been working on is automating all of this by providing an actual web interface where you can go in and make account changes yourself. So um, in, in doing so, uh, it's, it's cost a surprising amount of money um, in terms of uh, development and, a, and a, a surprising amount of time as well. I had no idea this system was so complicated. Jolly Roger Telephone Service has evolved from... Um, you know, from from just a phone, a, a robot that answers the phone, it's evolved into a, a quite a complicated service. And as a result, in order to provide any kind of self-service functions for you, um, there's got there's a lot of APIs, there's a lot of of uh, 
uh, integration between the back end and the front end. Um, you know, any decent website nowadays has to have good graphics, has to have a nice look and feel. Um, you know, we've got uh, uh, we've got a lot of things that we've had to build, uh, payment gateways, um, subscription like automatic renewals through these payment gateways, and a ton of different email templates. Um, anyway, so it's a fairly complicated system. My apologies, it's taking so long, but I'm really, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to, to introduce this service to you and launch this new website. Nothing will change in terms of functionality on the robots. Nothing will change in your account. Uh, it's just that you'll have access to all of this and you'll be able to make your own changes and you'll be able to, um, you know, pull your own call log and you'll be able to manage your own whitelist and blacklist. Um, and it's just going to be wonderful. So I'm really excited about it. So that is the update on the website. So thank you uh, uh, for listening and thank you for being patient on that. Some of you may not even know uh, that this is coming out and that's fine. Uh, it'll be a great surprise. I'm looking forward to it. The other thing I wanted to tell you was that um, as I sit here in uh, the, at the beginning of March 2018, uh, I'm looking back and I realize that I have not uh, uh, recorded a podcast in quite a while. The reason why is back in April of 2017, I took on a new job. And um, you know, I'm a consultant in Southern California. I work on telephone systems in Southern California in the Los Angeles area. Those of you who are also um, you know, in telecom, you may be... You may be aware that I have a blog called Roger the Phone Guy, um, and in that blog I have I discuss Avaya quite a bit. Avaya is a big manufacturer of telephony and phone systems, and has a has a fantastic history, um, you know, going back into the Bell system. So, um, so anyway, Avaya. I'm a big fan of Avaya just because they have roots that go deep, deep, deep into uh, the old Bell system, you know, going all the way back through uh, the 1920s and 30s. So. I love Avaya for that reason. I think that the soul of Alexander Graham Bell is still inside these Avaya phone systems. So anyway, I, I like to think that. However, Avaya has gone through some some you know financial troubles uh, lately, and uh, you know like anything else, their phone system has some has some little quirks and idiosyncrasies. And so for that reason, um, you know a lot of people are transitioning away from Avaya, and the giant 800-pound gorilla in the room is Cisco. So I've been fortunate in my career in the last 25 years or so to work on a lot of different phone systems, but not Cisco. I have not worked on Cisco phone systems. So in April of 2017, uh, I was provided an opportunity to work on uh, a, a giant Cisco network, and I took that opportunity. The, um, my existing client uh, on Avaya was also transitioning to Cisco, and I had no experience with Cisco, and I knew that five minutes after they shut off that Avaya phone system, uh, I would probably have to go find more work anyway. So I, um, this opportunity came up. It was a long shot. I took it and I got it. And so I've been working for almost a year now on Cisco phone systems. And, um, you know, it, it, uh, it really felt for the very beginnings of it, it felt like I was left-handed the whole time, just having to, you know, imagine sticking your, your, you know, your right, if you're right-handed, put your right hand behind your back and do everything left-handed. And that's kind of how it felt for a long time. So that's taken a lot of attention, a lot of resources, um, personally with me. And, uh, and so anyway, as a result, I've just been doing my best to build a website, uh, focus on Jolly Roger Telephone, um, work on tickets, enhance stability, provide uh, some necessary features and things that way. But uh, my focus has really been on 
um, building this website for you. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I've been kind of quiet lately. I haven't been posting as much, which is a darn shame. I gotta, I gotta post some calls. The calls are still coming in. The calls are hilarious. Um, and I, you know, I listen to them quite a bit. And so to me, they start to all sound the same. Um, and I, and I kind of wait until I get one that's, that's unusual or, or, um, you know, perhaps extremely funny or extremely raunchy or extremely offensive or just eye opening, right? I've got a couple, uh, interesting calls that are just, um, that are fascinating. Um, just stuff I never anticipated that these robots have exposed. So those are the types of calls I look for now. And just the purely entertaining calls, I think I've got a hundred, um, recordings posted on YouTube. So, you know, how many recordings of, of a credit card fraud, you know, telemarketer talking to a robot, right? Those just, to me, they just, they're, they're not funny after you've heard 30 or 40 of them, right? Well, that's not true. I still find them wildly entertaining, but, and I'm not sure that they distinguish themselves much when, when they're online. So, um, so I'm, I've, I'm looking for the interesting calls. Some of them require some editing. Some of them are sort of a series of calls. They're, they're more, there's more than one call that make up what makes them interesting. So that's why uh, I haven't been posting as much. And, uh, and I apologize for the uh, tardiness of this podcast, but I appreciate you listening to me. I appreciate your interest in the service. And let's just jump right in. I want to talk about some enhancements to Jolly Roger Telephone without giving away too much. Um, you know, a lot of you have said, oh gosh, it'd be great if your bots could detect this and detect that. And it'd be nice if your bot said this and that, which is true. And uh, you're often right. And a lot of this requires more and better um, and accurate speech recognition. Now, telephone systems are really bad at speech recognition because the audio bandwidth is so low, right? You, you've got, um, you know, Google Home, Amazon Alexa, you got Siri, you got things like that. And those are very good at, at understanding you, right? They may not seem like it to, uh, to the general population. They may not seem all that great at understanding you, but really compared to, uh, you know, compared to the speech recognition that we've been dealing with on the telephony side, those things are amazing. Um, but they have a, a wide, wide range of audio to draw from. So telephone systems, um, the voice is, uh, extremely compressed, right? You can, you know, just when you think about the sound quality of a telephone call, versus uh, FM radio or or this podcast or or just you know music in general right um they really the speech recognition engines have a lot less to work with when it's over the phone now it's even worse when it's over the internet over voice over IP where there's uh, potentially a lot of drop packets or a lot of warbling um there's audio levels that change and things like that and then it's even worse when it's an international voice over IP call cuz those are just going to be even worse and then it's even worse when someone's on a bad headset at the other end because headsets, uh, you know, do their own filtering and limiting of the audio. Um, and then it's even worse when there's a foreign accent on the other end. So um, all of this together makes for very, very bad and extremely difficult um, speech recognition when you're dealing with, um, you know, a, a Filipino accent or an Indian accent over the Internet uh, on a voice over IP line where they're, they're in a noisy environment with a bad headset and it's coming all the way across, uh, over to the robots over on, on my side in the USA. So that, um, that's been, that's been really the struggle with coming up with better responses and better, um, speech recognition. However, um, I recently found that IBM Watson has an API 
where uh, and it's uh, and it's actually tuned for telephony systems, right? It used to be very expensive. They used to charge more for the eight kilohertz um, telephony processing, and um, and it still takes a little while. Uh, I think it uh, consumes more resources on IBM's side than your typical speech recognition, just because it's so difficult to um, to do speech reco. But IBM has been doing a really good job, and I have to say I've been I've been pretty pleased with it. I haven't had a chance to compare it with other speech recognition systems, but their pricing has been okay. And it gets back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast, where, um, you know, performing speech recognition on a couple snips, uh, you know, a minute or two here and there is is one thing, right? Performing speech recognition on hundreds of thousands of telephone calls that's not free anymore. That gets very expensive, and so uh, I'm struggling with the with the, um, you know, at, at what point do I engage speech recognition? Uh, at what point in the call? Um, you know, it's not realistic to um, to have Watson listen in to the entire conversation. So um, anyway, so I've been, I've been fine-tuning that algorithm. Uh, and as a result, I've actually been able to detect um, sort of uh, various types of phone calls. And uh, I've been glad of that. Um, however, along those lines, now what? Right. So these robots are obviously they're snips of actual voice talent who have recorded things. So now I've had to go back or we have had as a team. Right. There's a big team. It's not a big team. It's a very small, dedicated team. Um, But there are a few of us at Jolly Roger Telephone. I'm fortunate enough to um, to sort of be the face and the voice of it. Um, but I've got a uh, few people working with me that are um, that are just amazing people. And um, anyway, so we've had to go back and re-engage our voice talent and try to get some new snips of some new things. And um, and it's and it's sometimes it works. Uh, if it doesn't work, then the the robots are no they're no worse than they always have been. Um, but when they work, it's been pretty good. So I'm gonna play one call for you of uh, Salty Sally doing an excellent job of sort of switching modes and saying a few things that the telemarketer, um, that hooks the telemarketer in deep, right? So, you know, just uh, just going to the um, the mariner analogy, right, where we've got pirates and, and sailing. The, trapping these telemarketers, it's a lot like fishing, right? These robots, you know, they, they listen and they listen and they listen and occasionally they hook one. And, um, and this... Using speech recognition and some and some finely tuned um, audio, it just sinks that hook in deeper. And so this has been uh, this particular call I'm going to play for you here. Um, for some reason, and I think I know why, uh, Salty Salad repeated one thing, but the guy didn't really particularly care, I don't think. And so you'll also notice that the sound, the sound quality or the sound ambiance is slightly different when um, when Salty Sally says some of the new things. Now. Um, the far end, though, the you know, I'm recording on the local side. So the far end telemarketer, you know, go through voice over IP and through the Internet and things that way, that person isn't likely to notice the difference in the sound quality, right? There's a background hum and a background hiss um, and a lot of compression that's going on before he hears the call. And so um, to us, it sounds like, you know, there's an obvious change in uh, in the audio levels or the audio um, sort of the, the ambiance of the audio but the far end, they don't they don't notice these things, right? I, we've had plenty of times where we switched voices mid-call, right, between two females, two different females, and quite often the far end doesn't even notice. So let me just play this quick call for it's it's about seven minutes. It's not quick, but it's uh, it's entertaining, and you'll hear what happens now when Salty Sally actually detects what this call is about. Hello. 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 
Heart Services, how are you Hello. doing Hello. Yes. How are you doing today, ma'am? Hello? Hello? Ma'am, my microphone is not on mute, so I believe that you uh-huh. can hear me. Okay, because it's like, like I'm kind of in the middle of something, so if you could speed up, like, what the story is about, like, what you're selling. Well, ma'am, I'm not selling you anything. This is about your credit card interest rate. Like, I'm kind of, like, rate? in the middle of something. Is this, like, what are you exactly calling about? What you, what, and what were you doing, ma'am? Oh, oh, you know, oh, oh my gosh, you called at a time, like, I'm I'm watching one of my shows, and it's like, I, I'm, we just okay, I'm so sorry a to new cable you, thing, like, you know, like, you have different cable kind of companies where you are? No, 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 that's not who we are. Well, it was about your existing Visa and MasterCards, on which you are paying in high interest rate, mm-hmm. about, about dropping down the interest rate, on which credit card would you think you owe the most uh, balance? yes. Well, I'm just going to tell you, my son made me switch to this new thing. I'm having such a hard time trying to figure out all the, the how to record my show, and my favorite okay, show is ma'am. on now, and I'm, I I don't even know if it's recording. I'm trying to figure it out. Like, do you know all that okay, stuff? Ma'am. Like, can you, can you do it? I, I, I know I'm totally getting away from what you're asking me, but, like, these are one of my favorite shows. So, I don't know. I Like, you know what I, I mean? Can, I can help you in that. I can help you in that. Okay. So, do you want to record your show? Well, anyways, I think it's recording. I'm not sure. I'm kind of missing it. Uh, you know, yeah. Just, anyways, just start over, and I'm going to concentrate on what you're saying to me. Okay. Because, ma'am, it shows me here that from past six to eight months, you have been making your payments on time. Mm-hmm. You never miss any payment, and sometimes you try to pay more than the minimum payments. So on the basis of your good credibility, okay. today you are eligible to get the low rates. Okay? Ma'am, you're listening? Oh, okay. I'm going to go get my credit card now. Oh, it, it's got to be in my purse here somewhere. I'm 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 going to find it. Oh. I, I'm looking. I'm looking. It's It's got to be here somewhere. My credit card has to be in my purse. I, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. It's got to be in here somewhere. Ah, oh, just bear with me. Okay. I could use help to pay off my credit card. Money's been an issue. I I need some help with that. A loan would be great. Okay. Okay. Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you almost done on the mm-hmm. phone? Hang on a second. Well, how long yeah. Do you keep this show go, go on. Go on. I want to finish this episode. Yeah, wait, wait. Okay, yeah, go wait, on, go minutes. on. So, ma'am, have you found your cards? Hello? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be with you in a second. Yeah, sorry, go on. <gasps> Stop, come on. It's not fair. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I don't, I you know, I don't know if you have a like a teenage daughter at home. You don't even know. It's like, 
This is like really yeah, like you're gonna have to start again because I'm completely distracted. I don't know what you said from the beginning because she's like making me crazy. Go on. Okay. So, no, ma'am, on which credit card? Yeah, you no, think you I'm owe not talking to you. I, I'm on the phone. You I gotta give me time. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Go on, continue. Actually, just start over. Go, uh, go ahead. On which credit card do you think you owe the most balance, which you are trying to pay off with the high interest rate? Is that your Visa, Master, yeah. American Express, or Discover account? Mm. Hello? Yeah? Ma'am, on which credit card do you think you owe the most balance? Is that your Visa or your MasterCard? Oh, wow. If you could help me pay off my credit cards without me, uh, if I can get that done, not letting my husband know, yeah, I'd be very interested. Credit card loans, I got some. I, I can pay it off. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah? I'm, I'm asking on which credit card you owe the most balance. Is that your Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover account? Oh, okay. I'm going to go get my credit card now. Oh, it it's got to be in my purse here somewhere. I'm 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 gonna find it. Ah, oh. I I'm looking. I'm looking. It's it's got to be here somewhere. My credit card has to be in my purse. I I can't find it. I don't know where it is. It's got to be in here somewhere. Ah, oh, just bear with me. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, yes. Ma'am, are you serious in getting the lower rates? Uh, oh, do you need my credit card number now? Do, do you need me to go get my credit card? I am just asking on which credit card you owe the most balance. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Ma'am, I want you to grab all of your cards. You listening? Yeah. I want you to grab all of your cards and shove it up your ass. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just do that for me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that was that. Um so obviously that you know, the guy um I, I like to think that he was on the phone a little bit longer because of the uh the tailored and tuned um artificial stupidity of Salty Sally. So, um, anyway, so he, he stayed on the line a little longer. And as you can see, I, I you know, that's kind of setting the hook, right? We're going to string this guy along a little longer because obviously now he's speaking with someone who uh, is understanding what he says and, and might be interested. So our challenge now is to go back and get some, some, uh, more and funny recordings associated with every possible, sorry, associated with the most popular and the most common types of telemarketing calls, which there are a lot. And at two or three or four or more prompts per, you can see now that uh, it's time to go back to our voice talent and get some things. So um, so that's one enhancement to these robots. Here's another enhancement. Um, 
some of the early robots, um, especially the Jolly Roger classic, right? The you know, there's a bee on me guy. Um, that that robot will repeat uh, after you know now what seems like a very short time, right? There was a time when a five or six minute phone call I thought was a lot of time. I was very proud of that. Um, well, now you know I'll get we'll get uh, hundreds of those a day at five minutes, and then we'll get we'll get a lot we'll get several a day, um, you know, that push twenty or thirty minutes. Those are kind of fun. Um, they're not really, they're not, they're not really the kind of thing that that fits easily into a YouTube video. I, I got to say, this is a very target and specialized um, form of of entertainment and sketch comedy, right? So you're listening to this. I appreciate it, but you may not be in the mood to listen to 20 minutes of a robot just chatting with a telemarketer, right? That might get old after a while. So I I, I tend not to post a lot of those calls. Um, although, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you would be interested in hearing them. They are, they can get funny. Um, and, and the, the process of trying to go through and editing them or just snipping out the funny parts or just playing the last five minutes of these long calls that, that may or that may get a little tedious. Uh, and so I don't really have editing staff to do things like that. So obviously, um, uh, I'm doing a pretty bad job of sharing that stuff with you and my apologies, but here is, um, but, but getting back to, how to increase the connect time with these guys. And some of you who have been using Jolly Roger service for a while, uh, you may have heard this recently on some of your calls. So let me tell you that some of the early voice talent, like, um, you know, my own personal voice in the, the Jolly Roger classic or um, Debbie Doldrums or Jolly Jenny, you know, even, even Whitey Whitebeard, right? The old man, he's been great. But after, you know, after they run the full repertoire of material, they really have no choice but to either hang up or repeat. Um, and so I, but I came up with a very clever way. Well, I think it's clever. I came up with a way to transition from one robot to another without having to go back and, and re-record with this voice talent. So the way I did this was, and this is another interesting, funny story, is um, I was contacted recently by someone who does, who provides dogs to Hollywood um, for Foley for sound effects or for just stock material of dogs barking or dogs that appear in scenes, right? She's a dog trainer and she has several dogs that are vicious and loud, but they're very well trained to stay on their mark and not move and uh, to bark on command or growl on command or do all these things. It was a fascinating day. She invited me to come and meet her at, at a park near her house and record her dogs um, doing various things, right? Growling, barking, um, uh, you know, pl- pl- playing with toys, viciously attacking uh, what sounds like a toy or something like that, right? So, or you know, perhaps human flesh, right? Would, you know, depending on the context of these dog, this dog audio. So, I I, I managed to get a, a lot of audio of this, these dogs barking, uh, but I wasn't really sure what to do with it in terms. Of, I mean, I've got some some ideas for some robots to actually have dogs in the background of some of some robots. But that, you know, that's going to take a little bit of work and a whole new layer of editing that I have yet to um, that I have yet to deal with, right? Where I'm trying to layer audio on top of audio and things like that. So, um, but I was able to take this audio of these dogs and I was able to create a transition that would go from a male to a female or from a female to a male. And with that, now um, let me play a couple examples for you of these of the these classic robots where I don't necessarily have access to the voice talent. Uh, although I'm sure if I contacted them, they'd be willing to provide more audio. 
but in doing so, of, of the the audio levels would be completely different, right? Their, their recording sessions are different now. It's been quite a while. None of the people that provide voices for these robots, none of us are professionals. And so none of us have, you know, it's not like we recorded this in a sound studio and we're accustomed to providing the same level of voice, uh, you know, in subsequent uh, recording sessions. And it's been, you know, almost two years in some cases. So, um, so I don't have an easy way to go back and try to get audio. You heard what happened with Salty Sally, right? The, the audio was slightly different. Again, I don't think the, the caller is going to notice or care, but the audio was different enough that, um, that it, it makes it difficult to go back and get a bunch of new snips. Anyway, we're doing it and it should be funny and we're going to provide some better transitions than this, but I found a way to transition from any male to any female and vice versa. And here's an example. Updating your address here in our end. Hang on a second. Hang on. There's a bunch going on here. Hang on. There's. Hang on. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Who's this? What are you calling about again? Um, my name is. And I'm calling from. Uh, so that call, that transition uh, with the dogs happened, you know, about four minutes into the call, and the entire call lasted about eight minutes. So, um, had the had the original Jolly Roger bot just repeated, it's likely that call would have uh, not lasted quite as long. So, anyway, as you can see, it, it works well because of the shouting and the background noise and the dogs. It works well to go from any to any because you can't really distinguish between you know the voices. That was that was not my voice uh, with the shouting. Nor was it Jolly Jenny's voice, right? So it was, it was two other uh, voices that we uh, recently did some recording with, and I just had them do some shouting over some dogs, and uh, and I think it worked well. So that that went from male to female. Let me see if I can find an example of, of female to male, and you can see that it's, it's pretty much almost the same. It's a little bit of a cheat. Uh, so as I was saying, I just so I just wanted to say that uh, we are excited to be able to help you with this with our policies. So um, why don't hmm. we set up a time? to uh, uh, sit down together, uh, go over what some of your needs are, and uh, uh, go over what some of your needs are, and uh, uh, things we can, we can do to help you. Oh my god, shut up! Honey, you deal with the dogs, I'll take the phone. You, go, go. Uh, hello? Hello? Uh, uh, hi, um, I was speaking with, uh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, um, well, my name's... And so there's another example of a call that lasted several minutes, got all the way through one bot, um, and then we were able to hand off to another bot and keep the call going for uh, another close to five minutes there on that call. Um, anyway, so I'm kind of excited about it. it it's uh, just more efforts to keep the callers engaged. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm sharing a bit with you about some new things that we're trying, speech recognition, new voice prompts, um, and then better handoff between bots, 
uh, and as we are going through now and recording new voice talent, we're doing also, um, we're just including that in the standard script as the bot handoff that goes from husband to wife or vice versa. So the fact that you're still listening and you, uh, you know, you may be listening, this may not be the first podcast you've heard. The fact that you're still here with me, I really appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying, um, the idea and the concept of these Jolly Roger robots. Um, as I've said before, the, the, the bots are entertaining and they're fun and they're whimsical. And I think, um, people are using them because, uh, it's sort of a fun way to deal with, uh, with telemarketing. But there's there's really well a there's a lot of technology behind it. I'm very proud of the amount of uh, work and integration and networking uh, that went into it. I'm very excited to um, to unveil this website so you can see um, so you can start managing the service yourself, right? And and it's uh, you know it's turning into a real service uh, with with a real portal for you to use and uh, you know real integration between a phone system and a and a web server. And I'm excited about that. Um, but I'm also excited about the fact that it's uh, that it's making waves in the telemarketing industry, um, that it's an effective way to prevent telemarketing, that um, um, that the my the subscribers of the Jolly Roger telephone system are reporting either uh, a the their call volume has gone down as a result of using the service, or b their entertainment level has gone up as a result of using the service, right? Very often uh, I hear that people are looking forward to telemarketer calls, right? And so, or when the telemarketer calls, the volume kind of drops off, they're kind of disappointed that that's the case, right? And so, and, and so I, I'm very glad of that, but I'm, I'm mostly glad that it's causing a stir in the telemarketing industry and that the auto dialers, which is the technology that these telemarketers rely on, they rely on being able to have their machine make hundreds of calls at once, detect whether a human answered, and transfer that human to their human. Um, that is, their their auto-dialers depend upon being able to automatically detect humans versus answering machines. And these Jolly Roger robots, they can't tell the difference, and so they hand off to an agent. Now, some of them are getting clever, and they're adding some validation and verification on there. So they're adding some things like, um, you know, press one to hear more, blah, 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 right? And my uh, the robots are also um, punching through that in some cases. But the more complicated the telemarketers make that verification and validation process and, and, qual- and pre-qualification process, right? Where, you know, you've heard the free cruise. I don't know if, I don't know if you've heard it yet. Let me see if I can find one. Yeah, here we go. All right, so I've got, uh, this is the free cruise. You may have heard this voice. This voice is so annoying. Um uh, so you may have heard this voice before. This is a free cruise offer, but she goes through quite a few pre-qualification questions. Uh, the good news is the Jolly Roger robots typically pass this uh, pre-qualification process. So listen, to, I'm just going to play a snip, one quick snip right before the transfer. Okay. Okay. And almost all resorts require a credit card. Do you have a major credit card or debit card to check into the resort? Okay. Okay, good. Congratulations, you do qualify. And just a reminder, uh-huh. our resorts are including amazing food and lodging. And don't forget about your exciting cruise to the Bahamas. So okay. pack your swimsuits and have fun. Do I have your permission to transfer you over to your travel coordinator who can cover all the details of this amazing vacation? Okay. 
Okay, great. Okay. I'm going to transfer you now, so hold the line, please. Got it. Hold on. Have you always wanted to do sales? Thank you for calling our corporate travel offices. Given that your call is very important to us, please stay on the line and you'll be transferred to the next available agent. Okay. Okay, and then, and then uh, so Kim the Kraken was able to get through that pre-qualification process because the telemarketers, they don't want to filter out potential victims and potential suckers for this stuff, right? And so they don't want to make it too difficult um, for, for, for you know, the, the called party to have to interact with a whole lot of um, speech recognition themselves, right? So, so they need to keep it simple. And the fact that they keep it simple means that the Jolly Roger robots are able to pre-qualify for this stuff. So um, that, that's how we're able to engage these these cruise scammers. These cruise scammers they throw up a lot of uh, a lot of stuff, and it takes you know a minute or two to get past their qualification process, which I assume reduces greatly reduces their their um, connection rate with actual victims. And and so it's almost a good thing. That there's that it's so hard to get that's it's hard for Jolly Roger to get an agent on the line, which means it's also hard for uh, for the, you know for the for Joe Schmo who gets a phone call it's hard for them to get an agent on the line. We don't want our our kids or our parents to get suckered by these vacation cruise offers, and so the more you know the more they stick in front of that call, the more the more robots and soundboards you have to talk to, the less likely are you are to get scammed, which is great great news. So. In a way, that that was good. The other cool thing is um, the Jolly Roger robots, they're very patient. So that call that I just played for you, there was about three minutes of music before an agent got on the line. Who in the world would wait through that, right? Well, um, you know, Jolly Roger did its part of waiting through that line, waiting into the queue, which kept the queue times long, which made it even more likely that other callers were going to hang up during that queue, during that process. So, uh, you know, the more robots we can get engaged with those scammers, the better. That was a successful call. So, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't play the whole thing. I think I've got several vacation cruise scammer calls posted on the Jolly Roger um, YouTube channel. So um, anyway, so I'm excited about these enhancements. I really appreciate your patience um, and your use of the service. I know I've been teasing this website for a while. Um, it's really going to be great when you guys see it. We all have day jobs is our challenge, right? We've all we've all got day jobs and we've all got um, family and we've all got tons and tons of commitments um, but we're really looking forward to, to providing a, uh, just a much better professional service um, and and being able to scale this up and just be the world's answering machine. So that's what we're trying to do here. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your support, and thank you for using the robots, uh, and especially thank you for spreading the word. I really appreciate it. Um, Jolly Roger Telephone is on YouTube, um, and it is uh, just search for just you know it's, it's I'm really fortunate. Just go to Google, search for Jolly Roger Telephone Company. You'll find YouTube, you'll find uh, the blog, and you'll find Facebook. Those are by far the best way to communicate with me is through those. Um, also, we have an, a monthly newsletter. All subscribers are uh, enrolled in receiving that newsletter, so hopefully you've all been getting that. Um, but if you are not a Jolly Roger subscriber, um, then you know send us a note. You can send it, send us a note at support at jollyrogertelephone.com. I used to give out my roger at jollyrogertelephone.com. That is my email that comes to me. But I'm finding it's really difficult to respond to everything. And, and quite often I will, I will lose a note just sort of in the flood of emails that come through. Uh, and so 
if you send it to support at jollyrogertelephone.com, it will generate a ticket, and I will I am sure to respond. One of us is sure to get it because there'll be a ticket generated, and then um, you know we need to respond to that. So, so it's best to send us a note now at support at jollyrogertelephone.com. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it, and uh, I hope you um, are able to trap more telemarketers, and thanks for using the service. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.